Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Building the Giraffe. I'm Justin. I'm Kaiser. Uh, this hell is never ending. Uh, it's great to be here. Yeah, we love it. We're contra- we're contractually obligated to say that. Yeah, of course. Time. Yeah, yeah. Every time we're asked about it, it's we, great. Even though it's a hellscape, I yeah. mean, some of the best people are in hell. It's an honor. That's right. Just to be nominated. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, so far none of our pitches pitches have worked. I um, thought that last one was. Uh, I thought that was the real deal. I thought it was great too, but apparently he wasn't super into the idea of fucking a car as much as we thought he would be. That's sad. My my problem with him is that with uh, TJ Moneybags, the uh, I guess you our benefactor. It's not really he's not really benefiting anything here, but you know. Yeah. Um, well, he's eccentric. The yeah. eccentric. Let's just stick with the eccentric billionaire. Right. He he doesn't. I don't think he looks at like how. Like looking, he doesn't look at like markets and stuff like that. He just kind of no. goes on his own gut feeling. He creates markets. Yeah, but you'd think that he would be able to look at a property and go, "Oh, I think that there's potential here for selling it to these people." Yeah, but nothing so far. So um, this time we decided that uh, I guess that we would go more of a, an art house direction. Right. Uh, Kaiser had a good idea um, for something that maybe would appeal to his. I guess his artistic yeah, like side. The, listen, everybody has a, a friend who's a Warhol fan. Yeah. And we all know that art house films only really... I mean, they're, they're Warhol fans' uh, bread and butter. But the rest of us really don't... Um, they don't we don't understand them. Yeah. Like, no. when I see an art house film, I just it's too much. It goes over my head. I don't get it most of the time. Yeah, whatever. Either way... Um, a lot of people see them at film festivals, so it makes a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. Uh, especially because they can be produced for relatively cheap. Yeah, um, exactly. And, you know, much like... Uh, you if, fun- you, if you hit on one that's good, much like that weird Andy Warhol Campbell soup bullshit, <laughs> sometimes you can make a lot of money off of it. That's true. Um, but I'm assuming since he's a crazy billionaire, he's an art collector of some sort. I mean, he, co- he collects people. I know yeah. that much. Do you think he has Andy Warhol's body? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I didn't ask him. But then he looks sort of like Andy Warhol. Do you think he's just Andy Warhol? Andy, yeah, Andy Warhol never died, and it's just TJ Moneybags. <laughs> the immortal Andy Warhol? That's right. So, I, I mean, when you have five minutes of exposition on a, the shot of a banana, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean... That's the height of theater. Or well, yeah, obviously. Cinema, I guess. Yeah. Theater, cinema, eh, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, you can just interchange the two. I'm pretty sure. They yeah. don't, you know, nobody ever gets mad about that. <laughs> nobody. So anyway, my idea for it was that uh, you have a. So it's going to be this. It. It's going to be this nice art house film that. Takes the day-to-day life of a young boy and shows it to the viewer and then we're going to intersplace it with where he is now mm. uh, and the world that... What's the time frame? So the time frame is uh, it, the first uh, the, the past uh, or the first timeline takes place during maybe his like formative years. We're talking probably like eight to 16. Okay. And then the second timeline takes place during his adult years, 
probably when he's, you know, about 30. Okay. Right. So it, uh, it really opens on this, uh, on this nice shot of, you know, like a boy and a swing set. And he's just like, uh, He's, you know, he's swinging on the swing. It's we've all seen Boyhood. Uh, I haven't. No, is but... this a black and white? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's have it be black and white. The is past it, is back. Is and black it and white. all black and white in the past, and then you go to like a muted color palette in the future? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know how it goes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's the that is the bread and butter of the art house scene. So, you know. Right. So... What better way to show that something's happening before? Uh, instead of telling people, right. just put it in black and white because everybody will get it. Immediately. That's like, oh, this was, was this before TV? Oh, I guess this was yeah, <laughs> this was before the talkies. Okay, <laughs> the talkies. So it's in black and white when he's a kid, and it opens with him on a right. swing set. Right. So is he alone? I guess. On yeah, the swing he, set? He, he's alone. Um, so I kind of want to set up like, what are the major things that you think happen in this boy's life in the first year? Like he. He, he learns to ride a bike and okay. maybe, or he, uh, goes to school and he really doesn't like it. Maybe he's, uh, you know, he's pushed around a lot. Knocked down in the mud puddle. Yeah. Um, well, figuratively he, uh, he technically is pushed down, uh, at the turning point in his life in a puddle of his own shit. Okay, so that's the... Yeah, so it's the Diary of a Young Shitter. So we didn't talk about this beforehand, so I told you you would take the lead on this. Right. (laughs) What you're proposing is uh, an art house film about a child who the entire movie leads up to him shitting himself. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. In front of all of his classmates. It's a very traumatic... No, I mean, that might be the most traumatic thing, you know, that you could do and live through. And, like, as far as uh, mentally traumatic, like, I mean, other than being, like, molested or whatever, which you could have gone for if you want to go for the art house thing. But I'm not in your way on this one. Right, you wanted okay. to take the lead, so this is all yours. All right, fair enough. So, so, so then, um, so, so that's that's what happens at the end, though. So we're gonna go back, right? So we're and we're, we're kind of we're gonna build this to where he shits himself, right? Exactly. So, uh, so we all know that the climax of the film at this point, the end of the third act, is going to be him shitting himself in front of an entire assembly of his classmates, okay. and then like everyone pointing and laughing because. Uh, he, he's got the runs, and he literally shit. It's like just a waterfall. Now, torrential. in in true art house uh, form, though, on the parts when he's, it's the future version yeah. of him. It is it going to be like just a tight shot on his face, yeah. and like not revealing any background or anything, not just a tight all. shot on his face because he's thinking about. Well, not this, even that. It's it's or kind, just kind of right. contemplating. He's contemplating, and then in some shots, he's going to be uh, talking to people. So. So here, let's let. So now that the now that the listener knows, oh, he's going to be talking to people, okay. right? Yeah. Right. So it's it's real art house. Like it's just literally the entire frame is his face. Oh, and he's and, talking. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, like yeah. talking to people, like, oh, like you can't do that, blah yeah, blah blah, yeah. and everything, and like. Okay. All right. So all right. Uh, just before we move on any further, right? Um. So who plays the young kid? Because I have an idea, and I think you might like it. <laughs> I was thinking. Uh, what is it, Josh Hutchinson? I think, isn't he a little old to play eight to ten? <laughs> oh, yeah, like an eight-year-old. So, no, no, so we're going to need, we're going to need multiple, multiple? actors. Okay. So we're probably going to need three young actors. So, like, an eight-year-old, uh, a 12-year-old, and then, like, or someone who can play, like, a, a young teenager, and then someone who can play, like, a middle teenager. 
Okay, so like you're looking at an 8, a 12, and like a 15. Yep, that's exactly right. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like the 8... Uh, eight-year-old, you could even, maybe he could even stretch it to twelve, just do a little makeup on him. But young right. Sheldon, oh, definitely the young. <laughs> yes, okay. yes, the kid who plays young Sheldon is absolutely that person. So, uh, in fact, let's just have it. Let's just turf this real hard, mm. and we'll just have him play young Sheldon. That's, I mean, that's what I assumed. Right. I, I don't assume that he can do anything else. Right. You know? Yeah, he's like. He's the worst he's form kind of a character. He's actor. kind of a one-note pony there, but yeah. Right. So. so so now that we know the climax, let's start from the beginning. And throughout this film, again, we're going to do jumps back and forth. So you have him on the swing. Who's, who's playing the 15-year-old? Because I, I still just think it should be young Sheldon the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe even the old man is young Sheldon in old man makeup. Look, again, we have a lot of money. We can get that Marvel <laughs> Studio shit going and age him up. No, no, no. Uh, I think that it should actually be played by... Uh, uh, God, I forgot his name. Um, well, sh- what was the end? Uh, should be played by Jim Parsons. Okay. <laughs> okay, Here, actually- here's, what, here's how it happens now. Okay. Eight and twelve year old is young Sheldon. That's Fifteen right. year old and thirty year old is Jim Parsons. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yes, I love that. Yeah, we're really fucking nailing this because the Big Bang Theory finale just, just happened. Young Boom. Sheldon's still going on. This shit's gonna continue for a long time. Uh. The hype train. We can hop right on there. We can lowball him because it's an art house film. That's right. So I'm telling you, well, and actors love to break out into new stuff yeah. that they're no way qualified to jump in. Absolutely. And you know who would look really funny shitting himself? Jim Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over that. Okay, anyway, moving on. So he's, uh, so really you take all these like wacky situations as a child. So, so. But they're not wacky because this isn't funny. No, this, this is isn't like funny. very this, sad shit. It's uh, very somber music, you know, some... Some now, low strings. Are, are so, all the parts in the black and white like silent? Like, I mean, like no dialogue, or do they have dialogue? No, they do. Okay. So, um, like all the, they do have dialogue. Uh, we'll we'll get to the silent parts uh, later. And there's a specific shot, uh, strictly from a emotional standpoint, and like what I, what you want to show to the viewer, where you will have that silence. So. We're going to divide it up like this. Uh, first half of the first act is him being young. And then, or like all the way up to the actually end of the first act, is him being young. And then you have a, a nice little inner splice of him being in the future, just like staring Talk, at something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, it's like maybe he's eating and he's doing stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But you never see it. It's just mm-hmm. always just his it's, face. It's always on his face. So like you see him bring the fork up. And he like kind of dips out of frame. His mouth dips out of frame. So you know you don't see what he's eating. But you see that he is eating. Yeah, or maybe he's just like doing some weird shit with a fork brushing or his teeth. Brushing his teeth, maybe. <laughs> but he likes to like brush uh, those weird ivory soaps and then like brush his teeth. Yeah. Yes. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, so anyway, it so, could be anything since you're not showing it. So we'll exactly. <laughs> so the so let's with that let's build up the first act okay. a little yeah, bit yeah, more. Yeah. So, so you, young Sheldon's here. So young Sheldon is here. He's on a swing set. He's on the swing set, and uh, some you know some. He's on the swing set on a playground. Oh, you think he's okay? He's on the swing set and he's like doing that thing where he's just like 
holding on to the chains and right. looking at the ground, kind of swaying about. Right, and he also, uh, you're going to have to throw in a spin in there. So, like, he winds yeah, up. Yeah, he winds it he up. He winds fully up, and then, so there's uh, no, there's no also jump cuts in this yeah, yeah. shot. Right. You literally see him, uh, like a David Lynch. Yeah, just uh, focus, uh, just lingering on him doing this for longer than it needs to be. Exactly, and that's what makes it art house. Yeah. So. Because <laughs> you know what everybody loves? What? Just watching a kid do shit. That's <laughs> Nobody has ever had a complaint about that in the history of cinema. That's exactly right. Uh, Everybody uh, loves uh, child actors. But anyway, <laughs> so... He's not going to be fucked up. Anyway. So so he's doing this twisty thing with the with the swing. Right. Does that... is Do a gang of toughs come up to him? That's... You kind knew, of push him around? You knew exactly bit. where I was going with this. Or maybe they, they start spinning them more than he wants to. Yeah, he's like, no, stop! And so, like, the... The, the chains on it are those chains that uh, have the the weird vinyl wrapped around yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets like really bunched and he's like eight feet off the ground now. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then they let him go and he just like spins and spins and yeah, spins. Yeah. And at one point he gets uh, he gets rocketed off the uh, the thing and he like gets all scratched up and they laugh and they run away and they're like, <laughs> like nerd. Oh, you know what else is good to do in that situation for mm. an art house film is – when he gets to the top of it, switch to a POV so that everybody's spinning like he is, because people never hate that right. in else movies, but they do it all the time. I mean, that's the reason they do it all the time, because nobody hates it. Right. It's such it, a great idea to give people uh, motion sickness on shitty cameras. But Really shaky cameras. Yeah, yeah. Real, really bad. And then like the camera goes flying off, so you know he like flew right. off, well, hits the ground. And he hits the ground, and then it has uh, it, it switches angles, and you see him... Slide on the weird mulchy bottom mm-hmm. of, that all mm-hmm. swing sets yeah. and schoolyards seem to have. And have all these kids are just laughing at him. They're like, <laughs> like loser. Yeah. And then uh, then he goes to class, and in class it's a, it's a drastic change. Uh, everyone loves him in class because he's the smart kid in class, and he's in this advanced class. And they're like, oh, oh okay, yeah. I was going to say in an advanced class because if it was regular class, everybody would hate him because right, that's yeah. usually how it works for some that, reason. That is exactly how uh, it works. I don't ever, I've never understood that, but that's just how school is, is that right. for some reason if you're smart enough to answer a question in a regular class, everybody's like, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> Listen, I'm in here Fuck to stare at the... Pet. <laughs> Listen, asshole, I'm here to stare at the fucking blackboard until I have to go home. Yeah, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. <laughs> so, in the advanced placement class, he's... Oh, uh, also, is there going to be a thing where we don't ever say his name? That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay, okay. No, that, I just assumed that... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, so... I watched a lot of these types of movies. So... Right. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, we're just... We got to check all the boxes because if we don't, it won't be considered art house enough. I agree. I agree. It won't be considered art house. So yeah. uh, everyone loves it. Like, oh, because with uh, language now, you can pretty much get away with an entire conversation without saying someone's name. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're like, bro, dude, yeah. man. You know the amount of times that I have not said any, like I, I don't like. There's so many people I know. Oh, I don't think I've ever said their name out loud. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. So yeah, you can just go ahead and say whatever you want to. Right, which is weird. Why in movies like they have, or even TV shows, where they have the characters say each other's names so much. Yeah, it's very unrealistic to me. It's like, hey, Penny. Like, yeah. Like, why wouldn't you just say, Don't hey? Say your name. Yeah, that's stupid. Just say, hey. Yeah, but that's what you can do in a classroom. Is like she can point, the teacher can point to him and go, yes. No, I know. I I want a little bit more aggressive. You. Yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That works. It's an advanced class. They're not there to coddle anybody. Nope. Like you know? this is uh, 
Oh, and then so he's he's the star of the he's the star of the advanced placement class. And so there's is a he scene like... in that advanced placement class <laughs> where one of the kids gets an F yeah. and like all the kids laugh at him and he's he actually he he takes the kid who has a the F's paper, and he holds it up for everyone to see. It is like, oh, okay. uh, Jimmy got. They say his name. Right. They say everyone yeah, else's yeah, yeah, name yeah. except for the. Of course, characters. you don't ever say his name. Uh, uh, he holds it up for all the class, and he's like, oh, like so and so got an F, and it's like they all start chanting like, dummy, dummy, yeah. this dummy. Was, yeah, this was after he he got the thing on the playground, so yeah. now he's kind of out like. Right. Well, now I'm the big. I'm the fucking. You know, king I'm the big in man here, on campus. So, yeah, exactly. So is he? Is he like the king of the advanced placement kids, basically? Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, he never really interacts with the the other dumb kids, like not dumb kids, but the kids in regular classes, except right. on the playground, pretty exactly. much, right? Because um, everyone in the advanced placement, everyone else in the advanced placement class is inside studying, but he's so good he doesn't need to. Yeah, yeah, he's That's, just it's really kind of gifted. He just. He but just this... gets a hundred percent and A pluses on everything. <laughs> but this Jimmy kid now. Like he doesn't like this. No, he he doesn't like sh- young Sheldon. He doesn't like young Sheldon, but he can't do anything about it. Right. Because he's also like he's ashamed because he got an F. Yeah, yeah. And the teacher is the teacher scolds uh, Jimmy in front of the class, right. and yeah, she's of like, course. "One more F. Yeah, you can't. And you're out of the class. Right. You're go- like you're gone. You're 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 flung from Eden mm-hmm. when you get too many uh, when you get too many bad grades, and you know you have this like young uh, after that funny thing like he walks up to the to his uh, crush's desk and he likes you know it's that like oh the young yeah, yeah, yeah. Thread. like kind of like that yeah, young sheldon's really putting it out there dude he's got some fucking moves yeah. he's, he's on Even the prowl eight? <laughs> young sheldon is on the prowl my okay, friend. yeah and so you have those scenes and i think uh with that you you jump to the the present time yeah, and it's just him, just eating, just uh, going really at a steak hardcore. He's just like he's chopping it up, or he's uh, knifing, cutting, yeah, whichever. Yeah. Knifing, just, cutting. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just hear it. Like right. it's, it, this is going to be the gap, like the fucking gaffer, or not the gaffer. This whole artist work anyway. It's not, right. you know, we don't have to concern ourselves with it. And then he like dips out of frame and he eats, and uh, and you kind of linger on his face chewing for too long because right. that's the thing that you always do. It makes people really comfortable when they hear uh, people chewing. They love it, you know. People with misophonia just love that shit. Um, <laughs> so and then uh, then I'm thinking someone comes out of the uh, someone comes out from off uh, screen and they lean in and they whisper in his ear and he's like, no, yeah, and then. Boom. Then you're back. Right into... 12-year-old young Sheldon. 12-year-old young Sheldon. Yeah. And at this point, he's... Uh... He's already been getting his dick wet for years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, uh, actually, so... Actually, I, I want to change it. It's not 8- and 12-year-old... Uh, um, it's not 8- and 12-year-old. Uh, 8, 12, and 15-year-old. Let's just do 8-year-old and then 15-year-old. So it's just three. So you have the young oh, okay. actor okay. who plays it in the first act, and then you have okay. an older, uh, an old man makeup, uh, Sheldon, uh, Jim Parsons. Yeah. And then you have a Marvel Cinematic Remaster, young Jim Parsons. Yeah. 
So and oh then, no, I mean you just have Jim Parsons. Oh. Let's just let's not even put any makeup on him. Let's there. just put Jim Parsons in like clothes that look like he's supposed to be playing much younger than he is. Right, and I also want I want everyone else to be on the wrong side of thirteen or fourteen. So yeah, I want of them to be. I'm not all of the people have hit their growth spurts. So Jim Parsons is like towering over these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to because he's like a luminary in this shit. So exactly. But okay, so well, actually, I have a good idea here because if he's gonna shit himself in front of his classmates, mm-hmm. uh, why don't we do eight and then eighteen-year-old Jim Parsons so that he he shits himself at like a valedictorian speech? Um, n- I, no, because what I want it is I want it to be. Um, I want it to be at that point because I want the illusion of like after that happened when he was 16, he just like threw his life away. Mm. Right. Like, but that would also work. Oh, that would. Um, yeah, let's do the valedictorian because, because yeah. it's that, that way it's in front of the entire school and all the par- that's and right, all the parents, all the parents, including his parents, because I feel like we have to bring in that his father is played by the phantom thread. Y- yes. That's right. So if you don't know, we're contractually obligated to mm-hmm. put the Phantom Thread in every film that yeah. we make. Literally, Danny Day-Lewis playing his character, the Phantom Thread, from the movie The Phantom Thread, as that character. Right. Always. But, he's, but he, that character playing a different character. Right. So he always has the Phantom Thread voice, but he's just in a different movie and a different person altogether. Right. But I think in this one, we can make the Phantom Thread play... A Phantom Thread esque dad. He's very, he's very harsh on Sheldon. Yes, he, of course. Yeah, he has to be like because that's the way you make it in the mm-hmm. world. He's you know, so he's getting. So this is the thing. That's the reason young Sheldon's such a fucking dickhead when he goes into the where he's the king shit because he's getting picked on on the playground all the time. He's getting shit on by his dad at home. Right. So the you advanced know. placement class is the only place that yeah. he can feel like king. Yeah, exactly. And he's retreated fully into it at this point where. Right. So he, as eight year old young Sheldon, before like going back to the first act, right? To, we have to introduce Phantom Thread as being like he goes home at one point. Yeah. So yeah, and he I, tries to talk to his dad, and his dad like does the yeah. He's like no, nope. no, yeah, and he just no, holds you, up his finger. No, you old so and so. Not now, not now, Sheldon. Like he, well, he, he's like not now. No, he says not now, boy. Yeah. There you go, boy. Yeah. Not now, boy. And and he just. He just sits there and uh, on the cold wooden bench outside of his father's study mm-hmm. until his father is done, and it does that pan on the clock of when it's like, oh, it's four o'clock, and then it's six, and yeah. then it's eleven, yeah. and then it's two, and he's like falling asleep on the bench, and his father comes out and he's like, boy, go to bed. Yeah, yeah, like they don't ever talk really. Um, it's clear based on the decoration of the house that his mom's been dead for some time. Uh, yeah. Perhaps uh, Phantom Thread blames him. We mm-hmm. never say it. Nope. But it is sort of what you get, the idea that yeah. he blames him for the mother's death. Right. Um, you know. A hundred percent. That's exactly where I think we should go with this. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, picture frames or the outlines of picture frames where they once stood on the wall, you have that, mm-hmm. like, odd discoloration. Entire rooms have uh, cloths over the furniture. Yeah, yeah, like an old, like a Munster's Mansion, but, like, the kind of <laughs> Spinster's Mansion you see in, like, Grey Gardens and shit like that. Yeah. Right. Like, the old the old Hollywood trope of, like, for some reason, people still put fucking sheets over their, you know, furniture. Right. Even though they do that in movies now, and I'm always like, okay, that's fine. I guess we're still 
acting like that's a thing. But right. sure. nobody does that anymore. No, no but we're going to do it because that's, right. that's what you do in an art house movie, all right? <laughs> to denote that someone is in a depression and blame someone else for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, so in Act 2, you have him... Uh, you have him growing up, and he starts to come into his own. So he's at the beginning of Act Two. He's still that odd, uh, odd kind of asshole. He's still beaten up a little bit, but in the advanced placement class, he's king. And he, he <clears> starts, and he's still doesn't. He's even more so now because right. he's like really good. He like there. This is now an older. Like he's eighteen, so he he's getting ready to graduate. He knows that he's going to be. Great. Right. You know, because he's, he's already lived this life. He knows that he's so fucking smart that you can do anything you want to. He's already taken, like, college prep classes. He's been doing this kind of thing, whatever, you know. Right. But And for some reason, I think you have to have somewhere in there that, that Jimmy's still in there. Oh, like, so... Yeah. He didn't fail out, you well, know. I'm glad but, that you brought up Jimmy because that brings me to my next uh, little bit of Act 2. Jimmy fails out of the advanced placement class... That's how I would do it. Yeah, that's and, what I was uh, thinking. In, in a true mirroring of the final scenes of Act One, uh, Sheldon does the exact same thing. He yeah. he picks up the kids' paper. Oh, he's like, up, oh, this he, this is the one where he fails out. Yeah. This is the one where he's he, like, you know, this is the one. This is the one, and yeah. everyone's chanting, "This is the oh, one. This is the one." And and, the, and fucking Sheldon loves this shit. Oh yeah, because he loves people who, like chant like cheering for him. Because right. nobody else does it, but it's like a big high for him. And you then know? Jimmy's like crying, and then the uh, two goons in suits come and they escort Jimmy yeah, out yeah, of yeah. the classroom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's some fucking exclusive club. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 100%. Um, and then after that happens, and after Jimmy's escorted out, that's when you can inject uh, the seed of the romance plot line that was planted in the first act and it's the same girl and they've always made these eyes across the room at each other and you have that long lingering shot of oh i'm gonna look at her and then i'll look away and then she does the same thing and then she looks away and then and and jimmy's outside and he sees this shit because he's always liked this girl but Mm -hmm. you know he's nothing that's right you know sheldon's shit all over him for fucking years so uh we need to cast uh Jimmy and girl. Right. I don't know what girl's name is. Girl's name is girl. Yeah, we don't say her name either. You can't right. do. Yeah, you gotta just keep it right. simple. Uh, right. Jimmy's the only one really that you have a name for because right. there's it's not Jim- really much use for anybody else's. <laughs> so Jimmy is played, I think, and this would be, I think this would be irresistible for him to play. It would be Pete Davidson. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He finally gets some fucking credibility in his life, you know. Right, and I feel. And he's finally in a movie where he's not the one shitting himself. (laughs) Someone else is doing the shitting. That's right. Uh, So I'm sure he'd jump on that. He'd probably do it for free. Hell. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think the girl should be played by uh, maybe Selena Gomez because she's got that girl next door kind of quality. She could play. play the brainiac yeah i can or, see that or, or are you feeling like uh jennifer lawrence do like the 
the mature no, I, I, the mature young girl who's who's played up a bit. No, I think Selena Gomez is good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do Selena Gomez. It, it, it's a bit it's a bit more off type than I was thinking, so I like it more mm-hmm. than like a Jennifer Lawrence type or whatever, you know. Right. Or whoever the newest blonde girl is, you know. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Lawrence plays the teacher. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. She plays the young teacher. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we have that, and they, Jimmy sees that, and he gets like really mad, and he like storms off down the hall, and he, he shoves right. another kid into the locker, and, and that, you have this cycle. Well, of, do you think it's a, you think that other kid though is the kid who tormented he tormented uh, young Sheldon on the playground? Yeah, the one who gets shoved into the locker. Right. Yeah, yeah and they're is. like they're about to fight and stuff, and then like like what the fuck's your problem, man? And he's like, God, fucking, you know that guy, uh, you know Brainiac. He has to get like say oh. some stupid fucking like uh, like a thing, you know. So I, yeah, they they you know the fucking star pupil. There you go, something like his that. Something ambiguous, himself. yeah, yeah, something ambiguous enough that you don't say his name, but you, the other guy knows he's some. Uh, he's like, you hate that fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah I fucking and, hate him too. You know, like and then it's like whatever. The, and then they're not they they're like, huh? Like you know, not fighting anymore. And then you kind of cut away from that. Right. To uh, what I think will also be a sort of insulting moment in uh, young Sheldon's life, or now Sheldon's life. Right. Uh, is that he go- he goes on a date with uh, the girl. girl. And um, because he's so desperate for his father's approval, he t- he t- you know they go out and they have an okay time mm-hmm. eating and whatever. And then he's like, well, I, w- I want to introduce you to my dad. Yikes. Terrible idea. Yeah, big yikes. You know, comes home. Uh, you know, he tries to introduce him to his dad. Right, and he's like, "Not now, boy." Yeah, and he's and Sheldon insists, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this is not a thing he should ever do because his dad's just gonna get." Phantom so, Thread's gonna get pissed as fuck about this. Not only does Phantom Thread get pissed, he puts his pen down. Yeah, and he, he yeah. takes his glasses off in a very deliberate manner, and he folds them and he places them down on the paper he was writing, and then he's like. Go on, he, or no? He beckons like with a crooked yeah, finger. Yeah. He goes in, yeah. and he, you know, young Sheldon brings in uh, boy and girl. Yeah, they're yeah. standing together. Oh, and, and then, oh, you could go real brutal with this, where he like looks her up and down, and he's like, "You would bring this whore in my house, holy and, shit!" And, and like, uh, <laughs> like defile your mother's memory or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, she'll right. never be as good as a woman as whatever. You'll never find a woman as good as. You know, your, your mother. mother. And, oh, yeah. the, that kind of thing that really, like, fucking breaks her down. Right. But then makes that, him get pissed. But also know. that choice of words was just, like, really... That's the art house that, way, man. That was Oedipal enough to make me love it, like, yeah. in some strange yeah, yeah. kind of sense. So we're definitely having that happen. That, like, that word, you were dead if I your mother's... You were dead if I your mother's memory by yeah. bringing this whore yeah. into this mm-hmm. house. Yeah. And you that know. gives that gives uh, Phantom Thread something to really chew on there. You know, right? And he's like, "What's your name, girl?" And she's like, "She's apoplectic, like she can't speak because she's so frightened of this man." And she like starts to cry, and she runs. And he, out. he basically goes, "That's what I thought," and then puts his glasses back on and picks up his pen. And then Sheldon's like, you know, gets mad, but he's no, no, so no. but he's so scared of his dad that like he doesn't know what to do. So he has a he has a he he like grasps his. He makes fists and he put them puts them down at the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just like looks down and he's angry and he just he storms out of the room as well and he slams the door to the office. And uh, when he slams the door, Phantom Thread looks up, and then he looks down and he just continues writing. Right. Yeah. Like a real piece Cause of just, shit. Because fuck that kid, you know, like kind of thing. Uh, and then like you know, uh, 
he goes back to school, and now a girl is like, you know, she's just not, not the same right. towards him anymore. You know? Like you can tell she still likes him. Right. Yeah. But but he didn't stand up for her really. So right. like, what kind of backbone does he have? And I feel like they do have that hashing out. Is is, uh, you know, he he, he like tries to catch her up, and all like, she, he's like, hey, hey, like, hey, uh, hey, and then like, you know, he he's screaming and he's yelling at her. And then suddenly the the bells ring and then a, sh- a flush of people come into the yeah. into the hall and he's he's like flowing against the tide of people and he can't reach her and then it cuts to the future. Oh yeah, right. Well, oh, but before that, she says something sort of to the effect of like, "I bet I bet Jimmy would have defended me," Ooh. like just to really like give him a, a little, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So then, yeah, then it cuts to the future and he's. Uh, I think in this one he's he's making a speech in front of a mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, but he's like, kind of. You can see that his he's using his body to gesture, but he's not saying anything. He's like mouthing. Right. He's not really saying anything. He's just co- sort of getting himself in the mindset of whatever. And then like another person knocks and comes in, and like whispers to him. Right. It, it has the he has the hand over the his mouth. Yeah. And then in front of the camera, yeah. so you can't tell what the person's saying, and. Uh, and then he's like, yes. Yeah, yeah. He says yes, and then boom, boom. boom. And then you're back. And we're in, so and this then we're is in now. Three. This is now, uh, like the day of his big valedictorian speech. Right. Uh, you can tell something in him has changed. He's a bit more like severe. He doesn't really give a shit as much, you know. Like he's he. I think oh, what, that's, that's what you do. You cut back, and he's in a mirror at his bathroom, yeah. doing the same thing, like pumping himself up to give oh, a speech. Yeah. So I it sort of that. mirrors that whole thing. I love Because you're that. back in the black and white, but this time you can see his whole body sort of, you know, and he's not comfortable with it, clearly. Like, he's, like, moving weirdly robotically, and he's trying to get, like, his nerves up to go in front of a bunch of people, all these parents and everything. Right. Um, so I think also in that time jump between when he was 14 and now to 18, he uh, he... He's changed. Like he has actually become. He's actually broken out of his shell even more. He's the true valedictorian that you think of when you mm-hmm. think of a valedictorian. Yeah. Like he's super popular now. Yeah, yeah. He has a group of friends, and they they all shoot finger guns at each other all the time. Right. Yeah. And uh, you never really see the friends. You you never see the faces of the friends, but you see them after he has passed them by. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. He's still the star pupil in the advanced Like, it's class. always a jolly shot in front of him walking down the hallway, and he's yeah. shooting finger guns, and, like, the people walk past, but you don't see their face. You see the back of their head kind of thing. Right, exactly. Yeah. So and, and so he's, he is popular, but he still is alone kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's lonely at the top. Yeah, because the girl doesn't like him anymore. That's right. But he, um, has a, he has a new girl. Like, right. She, like, comes into the screen but you only really see her shoulder. Like he has his arm around yeah, her yeah, yeah. and everything. And, but, uh, he walks by girl in the hall yeah. and they lock eyes and you can see that it's just tearing up Sheldon to not be with her. Right. And, uh, Jimmy isn't, he, she isn't with Jimmy cause no, 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 no. girl has more yeah. respect than that. Right. But everything is still like, it, it's, but all the all the camera angles and stuff are still closing in more closely on Sheldon now, right? So that you're kind of mimicking what happens in the future, but how myopic his world is becoming. And right. the, the the eye contact they make is her walking towards him, but she turns her head, so 
you see her profile. Right. And you well, see him like looking at her, but she still is walking the other way. She doesn't look at him. She doesn't spare him a second glance. Even in class, she doesn't spare him a second glance. Okay, yeah. So going from there, you have a little bit of a montage shot. You have him like talking with his friends about the speech and they're like, Oh, like again, you don't see yeah. you don't see their faces. You only see them in like a circle in a half circle and he's like sitting or kneeling on the ground yeah. in front of them and like maybe they're all smoking because they're all cool kids cool, now. Yeah. And as we all know, cool kids in movies. Well smoke. plus if you don't have somebody smoking in an art house movie, what Right. Is it really an art house movie? Right. Yeah, 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 that's true. And they're like, Oh dude, like you're totally gonna get that valedictorian. Like, what are you gonna say, bro? Yeah. And he's like, I'll think of something. Like, yeah, like yeah, really. yeah. He's all cocky and shit. Right. And but but truthfully inside he's like Right, and then the girl runs up to him, and like she, she kind of glomps onto him, and then it's a quick shot to them in bed, yeah. like they've just finished right. like going at it, mm-hmm. um, and then he kind of he gets up and he gets out of bed, and it's the long Aaron Sorkin walk and talk shot of him going downstairs, and he knocks on his father's study, yeah, to ask if he's coming to the speech, right, and his father is like. You know, his father's like, enter. And, you know, he's still writing. And apparently he's writing a fucking novel. Yeah, but you just never see what he's writing. <laughs> right. Because never... there's always that guy. <laughs> there's always the dad in every one of these things. It's like real shitty and severe and like is always doing something. But you never are see, you never see what they're doing. Right. And they're always doing that same thing for apparently fucking years every right. time. So. Well, who knows what he does. But, you know, he's like, enter. And uh, there is Sheldon in his boxers. Uh, no, he doesn't wear boxers. He wears uh, he wears night shirts. Yeah, he has to wear a night shirt. Yeah, Jim Parsons would look would look like a night shirt guy. He, he does look like a night shirt guy. Uh, so he enters in his night shirt and uh, pajamas, and he, you know, he asks his father. He's like, "Oh, well, are you going to be coming to the the speech I made valedictorian?" And his father's like, "Of course, my boy." Yeah, and it's a complete one. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like. My, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Yeah. I wouldn't miss it. Because it's boy. almost like he finally did something that he can be like, okay. Well, it's, I think it's also so, at that point when he says, of course, it kind of does a, a pan shot across the walls and it's all these awards. So it's showing oh, that yeah, yeah, it's okay. something that the father that can yeah. show that's material yeah. that his son accomplished. Right. Okay. Because all he cares about is awards. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. And maybe accolades and Aggie. You know. Exactly. And uh, I, I want, uh, for the real like art house gurus, if you actually like pan in on the shots and if someone was to stop it frame by frame, I want all the accolades to be in like different areas like uh, bridge building and yeah, yeah, metal working. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's like, why he's writing so much. He's writing instruction. Oh, yeah, because he's just, yeah, he's the best at all of this. Yeah. <laughs> the world's then, the foremost uh, expert on all of these <laughs> Areas. Yeah. That's right. And one of them, of course, as a little wink and nod to Phantom Thread, the movie. Yeah. Uh, it has, uh, you know, a picture of uh, one of his uh, dresses that was used at uh, Met Gala. Yeah. Or yeah, something yeah. like that. It's never really said, but it but looks like a Met Gala kind of. Right. But again, um, so from there we have a. Uh, it's the next morning. And it's the morning of the speech. Right. He's looking in the mirror. He's doing this. He's doing the thing again. He seems a little bit more confident. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then it's kind of got his movements down. Right. 
you can tell like he's mouthing real words this time, you know, not just trying to like understand the locomotion of the speech, but also right. understand how to speak it. Right. So there's a, there isn't silence. There's music over it. Yeah. 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 Parts. So what happens is, uh, so you have that, that short scene and then it sh- uh, you're going to do a long shot, a very, very long shot, probably one of the longest shots ever. Uh, you follow him getting dressed mm-hmm. and it, and an almost continuous shot. Yeah, it's a, sorry, it's, it's a continuous long shot. So you have him getting dressed, him brushing his teeth. There are some jumps, but it's uh, in the beginning. But as it as he proceeds to get dressed, and he gets in the car, and his girlfriend joins him, and you know he he walks through the the back doors uh, of the conference uh, center because or the the stadium yeah. he has special access because he's the valedictorian right, of course yeah and it's following behind him now so there's a silhouette and you know like he's doing finger guns still and then he walks out on the stage and he starts you know he starts giving his speech and that's when you really actually hear his like speech and it's mm-hmm. you know do we want to make it like kind of shitty or is it like amazing no I think it's good? amazing right? and I think that's what makes it even more humiliating right so you know? so uh, like uh, what's the but here's the thing where, okay so yeah, in the middle of the speech suddenly he stops like he stops mid sentence and like you see like his eyes go wide something's wrong and that's when the music cuts like uh, the music cuts to like that high pitched like string like yeah yeah mm-hmm. and, you know it's a uh, it kind of is a little bit black and white it, this that's when it goes black and white um, and that's when it goes silent. Oh, sorry, no. That's when it goes silent uh, after a couple seconds of that because it pans to all the parents' faces and, you know, people are like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? Wait, I thought this was him practicing it. Or are you saying this is him walking out? Yeah, this is him walking out onto the stage and then, like, just gunning the speech. Like, doing great. Oh, I know. Also, just as a small thing, Mm -hmm. uh, before he starts the speech, he takes a drink of water, okay? Because I have a little way to connect this. Oh, I it, I know where, exactly yeah. where you're going. Yeah. So, so so he takes a big bill, like he yeah, drinks yeah, an because, entire bottle. Yeah. Because he's been he's been practicing all morning. And he's his mouth's dry. He didn't you know whatever. And then uh, then he starts making the speech, and it's like fucking phenomenal. You know, people are watching, and it's you know, but you don't see the people watching, of course, because it's on him. Right. Yeah. And then yeah, then you you st- you start like kind of see the sweat, and then. Uh, then like the like pupil dilate, you know? right? <laughs> <laughs> and then like he, yeah, that's when you it like goes silent, right? Right, and then he he shits, shits himself. himself, yeah, right. So and then because he, he just like his jaw then, hangs open at the second, and then it's just this torrential flood yeah, yeah. And, of dirty water just and starts it's, pouring out of him, and everybody can see it because the podium is it's like see through. Oh yeah, but it's also raised, but it's like. It's either like skinny. It's not like one of those wooden ones. Oh, it's no, either no. like skinny or it's like see through. Or you I mean because it's raised, it's like water falling down. Right, exactly. So, okay, sorry, the you. stage is raised. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's on a podium. The podium is see through. And then it just starts as a little splotch yeah. on the back. And then it just boop. And then it's a just torrential flood. Yeah. And it cascades down the fucking stage. And uh, that's when everyone starts laughing. You don't hear the laughter because no, it's still no, in it just starts panning around. It, and... Right, but it pans to like all the people. Like you never see their their eyes. You just see them laughing. Like, yeah, 
you see their nose and down like using yeah. their body and laughing. And then you then you show Jimmy, and he's holding like a laxative. Well, no, he throws it away in the trash can. Oh no, I thought he was gonna hold it up like he held up his papers. Oh, I fucking love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got, he holds it up that. and like shows him like, see, motherfucker. Yeah, he's I got the, you now. He's in the back and he just yeah. like, holds it up and he just shakes yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and laughs. And then it pans to girl and she's laughing too because yeah. she finds it so funny how this douche would yeah, this su- fucker would fucking eat it. Yeah, at the most important speech of his life. At that yeah, at that point and yeah, up till that point and then. Then you, you pan to his, his dad, and his dad puts his glasses back on, stands up, and, and fucking walk, walks out. Isn't right. laughing. No. This is, this is the ultimate insult that he would, he would uh, literally and figuratively soil an event that gives an award. Right. So uh, at that point, and as the, as the, then it follows the father. Yeah. And as the father walks out, he walks through the, the metal double doors. And, you know, he hits it really hard. And you have that bright white flare. Oh, yeah, the big, yeah, yeah. And it uh, envelops the screen, and then you're you're back in the present. And in the present, it's following behind the uh, behind the boy, behind Sheldon now. Yeah. And he's walking he's older. through. He's and now you're finally seeing a full body shot, and he's in militaristic uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's walking through this grand palace almost, and he gets to this balcony, and. <laughs> Uh, you see uh, him like just throngs of people like just that are ravenous mm-hmm. and uh, then it, uh, it it swoops around and then he has like a Nazi-esque uh, yeah like some armband. sort of uh, yeah totalitarian like yeah mm-hmm. yep and then uh, he he makes like a, a wave a wave salute like that movie The Wave and everyone does it back to him yeah. and they shout some sort of like uh, some mantra back at him right uh, yeah. you know above all and then it boom, yeah. ends. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, Jesus I love it. Fuck, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Thank you. The the the. the <laughs> yeah, I like that's, that. That was good. That's good. Yeah, it's great. I think that that's a. I think that's a fucking winner. To tell the truth. <laughs> Thank you. Um. So. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I can't really think of anything that we really missed on any of the beats or anything like right. that. You know, it just it kind of just works itself. Right, and an art house has so few beats. Um, really, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, because sure. you're supposed to leave out as much shit as you possibly can, that people have to connect their own dots. That's exactly right. Yeah. I want to... Lynch is the master of that. David Lynch, he's the master of that. So I think that we almost have to get David Lynch mm-hmm. to direct this movie. Okay. You what think, do you think? You think David Lynch would do it? No, he wouldn't. You, he might. Who he knows? Might, he might, but I don't think David Lynch would do it. Well, if we offered him enough damn money, I think he no, would. No way. Like He would be like... <laughs> even if we offered him a billion dollars, I feel like there's that 50-50 chance of him being like, no, fuck you. Like, I do what I want. And then that is like, true. He'll like, draw a picture of a deer on you know, a piece of napkin. Yeah, that's true. And then he'll give it and to Like light it on fire in front of you or whatever. Right, and he's like, this represents... My want to go. This is exactly what I did to Matt Damon last time he asked me to do something. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, uh, if we can't get David Lynch, how about, and this is a bit left field. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But Len Wiseman, uh, the guy who directed the Underworld series. Okay. I mean, he's never really directed an art house movie. No. He but, hasn't. but 
we could probably get him. Right. He'd so be easy to control. That very much so. So, you know, I think you don't want somebody as stubborn as David Lynch. You're right. That's true. So I think that would be perfect. Uh, it's, this will be the true breakout film of the century because you have two breakouts. Yeah. You have young Sheldon in an art house role. Three. Oh, that's young right. Sheldon, Sheldon, um, and Len Wiseman. That's right. So you've, it's a triple threat. Yeah. So you have uh, all these three people being in an art house film for the first time and doing an art house film. I think this is going to take cans by, f- uh, can by force. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a tour de force. And Len Wiseman is used to shit, so. I think he'll love the subject matter of this. (laughs) All right, yeah, sure. Let's do, let's do that. Okay, um, and then uh, who's the composer? The composer, I think. hmm, Who are you thinking? Oh, I mean, if we can't get Hans Zimmer, then I I don't know what to do. I'm yeah, I'm fine with Hans Zimmer. I feel like he's really good with that really high pitched uh, note that you were talking about, like the string note. Um. I don't know. We could get uh, Thomas Newman. What does he do? What did uh, he do? Shawshank Redemption. Oh, okay. American Beauty. All right, yeah. Ooh, actually, yeah, let's do... Well, because, I mean, American Beauty is about as art house as you get. But his his scores are more like... Doo, 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 doo. It's more like the marumba oh. uh, iPhone <laughs> ringtone. <laughs> and I don't know if this calls for that. I think he needs something with a little more gravitas. Um... Oh, Philip Glass. He did. Okay. He did hours. Yeah, I know. Truman I know Show. Philip Glass. We could do Philip Glass. He's got to be Man. real fucking conceptual, but he's very art house. So right. Know. So that's why I feel like maybe. And we could do he's Ira Glass's brother, so we could get on This American Life with this shit somehow. I guess. Uh, nice. Do a he'll do a show on it. Um, okay, so yeah, I think we're good on everything. What do you think that the budget is low end, high end? Well, low end. I mean, you're getting all these actors almost for free because it's yeah, an this art is house. our house film. They're doing it for the exposure awards, right? So maybe a thousand dollars low end. Okay. Because I mean, all you really need is you only need like maybe five sets and then zero money for actors. Plus, I feel like we could get some money from Dolcolex for the product placement at the end. <laughs> Yeah, we could. Yeah, so a thousand dollars. What do you think? Um, for high end. Yeah. Um. Look, I want this to look really good. Right. So I want like, even though we're filming clearly like stuff that could be filmed with any old like like even a thirty like a sixteen millimeter camera or something like that. Right. I think we should use a full red setup. Of like you know ultra HD cameras, right? You know everything because then we can manipulate the color palette. We can do all kinds of stuff with it. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say seventy five million dollars. Yep, I like it. All right, good. I like um, it. So we'll submit that for approval. See if this appeals to his artistic side. Yeah. And then if it doesn't, I guess we'll be back next week. Yep. That's um, true. So I'm Justin. I'm Kaiser. And uh, hopefully we'll never talk to you again. Please. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>